Welcome to Porchville. How you doing out there, Porchvillians? I'm Nick, and this is episode 21. Porchvillepod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us on all those spots. Get over wherever you download your podcasts. Find us and subscribe to us, because we need the love, man. So, uh, I'm here with the First Lady of Porchville. What up? Porch Mama. Porch Mama. Katie. The lovely Katie. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. Looking good over there. It's cold. It is cold. That's why I put that big ass heater right there blowing fire. Oh, I feel it on the left side of my face. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Florida's <laughs> bipolar. Yeah. It was, it was 800 degrees two hours ago, and now it's like, this is the, this is the pitfalls of doing a podcast on a porch is that when it's cold man it's cold of course we're sitting here saying that it's cold and there's probably people listening elsewhere that's like i don't care about it? them people <laughs> yes you do suck it up <laughs> this but, we're talking about florida people we're talking about we florida don't, we don't we don't do cold no cold is not our not our thing so big day very excited mr michael tomato I said it right. Tomano, right? You got it. I got you hit it. it. You hit it. You hit it well. <laughs> you, you looked at me. I was I'm, like, shit. I'm, I'm impressed. Like, Shoot. All right. So uh, I, asked you to, I asked you to be on the show. We were, we were talking on Facebook, and uh, I saw your book, How to Be a Superhero. How about that? Like, um, tell me a little bit about it. How to be a superhero. How, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the origin behind it? So uh, the main thing I wanted to do was um, I've been a teacher for um, well, I worked with kids in general for about ten plus years. Yeah, and um, here in Gainesville or just so I'm I'm originally from upstate New York. Upstate New York. So I worked with kids up there too, like through like the YMCA through teaching. We, um, got, we got some listeners in upstate New York. Shout out to them. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Sanctity, Albany, uh, Miskina, yeah. Scotia, yeah, all that area. Um, capital region love it representing the capital region down here i guess <laughs> <laughs> and so i really wanted to take what worked for me teaching and put it in put it into a book form so that potentially everyone in the world could hopefully benefit from it yeah and um one of my big goals go ahead and bring that bring that microphone right over just you can move it around feel free to move it around just you want to stick that thing right in front of your face <laughs> One of my big goals. Perfect. There we go. Look at that. There you we go. That? You hear that difference? Now you, I got to turn you down a little bit. Shit. All right. A little bit of a difference. Beautiful. <laughs> so one thing that I've really wanted to, um, well, one place I really wanted to reach for a really long time is actually um, children's hospitals. Yeah. So because um, I've done a lot of um, software for that's kid-related. I've done a lot of kid-related work. Well, you but also do, did some video game design. I did some right? video game design, yep. Yeah. My, my, my son wants to talk to you then, I'm telling you. I, I keep telling him, like, uh, let's do it. hey, video game design, you got to get a plan, kid. And he looks at me with that blank stare that 14-year-olds <laughs> have perpetually. And uh, But, yeah, so he, I'm, I'm going to send him your way, man. Absolutely. Let's Tell get him. him what uh, the hell he needs to do. He can make a, a game design document. We can get him started. Yeah. Absolutely. Today? Can we do it? Can, we can do it today. Will it start earning an income? Can we <laughs> can <he start? laughs> the thing about making video games is 
you don't go into it to make a lot of money oh, generally no. um it's not usually a big um cash cow but i am excited to that's say that's it he's going to be a dentist <laughs> there there are ways if you position things intelligently yeah um so my first uh game that was for kids was called Platamart Sandbox uh-huh. and um i really wanted to keep it free so that everyone so that every kid in the world could access it because mm-hmm. i originally started it um i was working for the ymca yeah. and uh, as a before and after school uh program director and um the ymca was throwing away computers and so i was like i'll take them and uh you know the only thing that they had access to was like you know like windows paint i yeah. was like well i've designed games like i'm going to make something for them so they can tell stories in 3d and so i started working on the software for the kids and i decided to put it online and found that it was really taking off and so um the main power of the software is that um you can create 3d you can create like 3d environments in like minutes so you basically start start on like a like a flat 3d plane and uh, just like a, f- a flat world, and if you um, like click and drag on an area and like push the mouse wheel down, like the ground goes down. Like you pull it up, it goes up, and you can like push and pull on it, just like molding like clay. Yeah. And if you want to like put in like you know animals or trees, you just go in the menu and uh, just plop it right down. Huh. I think you're getting away from that microphone just a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta work on that. <laughs> That's all right. Um, well, so so how did you get from? Uh, and and I and I I'm gonna tell you. I actually picked up a computer that somebody threw away one time. I'll tell you how that played out later. It was not. It was not great. It's not fantastic what I found on that computer. But uh, <laughs> what you found out of it? <laughs> what I found on that computer it was it was terrible. I, I learned. I don't ever buy. Don't ever grab a computer that somebody's getting rid of. Somebody's just throwing away. Like just leave it alone. I'm sure. I'm sure you can find some very interesting things on, was, on a computer was, that's been thrown away. It was. There was nothing interesting about what I saw. It was. It was terrible. Not, I mean, it was, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Dude really needed to shave. I'm just saying. But anyway, um, so how did you get from how did you get from doing that to to getting into writing a book? Um, so in Gainesville, I was teaching for a while. Yeah. And one thing that's always kind of bothered me is I really like working with kids. I think it's fantastic. But I've felt like if I'm working you know, at one school with a group of kids, you know, what about, you know, the kids at the school, like down the street or, you know, like even like the other schools in Gainesville or in Florida, you know, like I really want to hopefully have like a positive impact on, on all of them, not just, uh, you know, the ones that I'm working with. So that's why I was really excited to take what worked for me and try to put it in book form. So good, hopefully reach everybody. Right. Because, um, Books are just like one of the most, you know, accessible uh, mediums like po- uh, possible. You know, like not and it's, like and it's never gonna go away. Yeah, you know, so it, I mean, honestly, like I, I know that you know there's 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 ebooks and stuff like that, right? But man, if 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 everything just came undone tomorrow, we're, what are people gonna do? They're gonna go right back to their books. You know, absolutely. So, I mean, it's they're always gonna be there. Yeah, because not everyone has access to a computer yeah. to like play like a game or 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 whatever. But like pretty much everyone has access to either a phone or, you know, a library, right? Or you know, Amazon to order a book. Yeah, which you can order 
this book for seven ninety nine on Amazon right now. I learned that today. That is correct. Yeah, I got it, mine's on the way. Oh really? Awesome. It's, it's Thank on you so the much. way, man. So Thank you so hell much. Yeah. I appreciate that. I wish you, I, if I would have been thinking, I would have ordered it before. I'd have had you, you know, sign it for me or something like that. I will absolutely, I will absolutely come back and sign it for I you. I love it. Beautiful. Not a problem. Because anybody who's anybody who's been on the porch, they're always welcome back. I'll be on the porch again. So, you know, <laughs> you have to come back and do it. I will revisit, revisit the porch. <laughs> <laughs> so what, like, what am I? What am I looking at here? I, I I got this book here. It says it says how to be a superhero. If I if I open this book, what am I going to learn? So so one important thing about the book is that it's actually meant to be a nonfiction book, not not a fiction book. Right. Because a lot of the books that I've seen on Amazon that are about you know how to be a superhero are you know like talking about like you know shooting lasers out of your eyes and stuff that's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, but to me, a superhero is um, like the definition of a superhero is that a hero is someone who helps people and a superhero is someone who helps a lot of people. And I was thinking about it and, you know, applying that to like every superhero and it actually works because a lot of superheroes don't actually have, you know, fantastical powers, um, you know, like Batman yeah, and, you know, like Iron Man, you know, like they just, they worked hard. Like they knew what they wanted to do and they did what they had to do to um, reach their goal. And they were blessed with extremely large bank accounts. They were. I mean, I feel like if 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 I had like billions of dollars, I, I'd probably be like Batman. Well, that 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 did help. <laughs> Why are you laughing? There's what's funny about that? Because you'd be over there going, "No, you're not spending your money on that." <laughs> a little bit of that, but no, I was laughing because of the way you said Batman. I'd probably be Batman. There's a little bit more to than the financial aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's got to have the know-how. Yeah, so like you might have like like the awesome suit, but then there's, you know, you got to be able to like jump from building to building, yeah. and you're like moving the suit, <laughs> you know, and like be able to like I like I know for me if I was to wear it, like I'm I keep like in decent well shape, but I'm pretty sure I'd be tired, you know. I would like I wouldn't minutes. be able to make it half a block. <laughs> yeah. I I swear to God, be like run down that street and save that. <laughs> No, sorry. Twenty feet. If you if you're if you're doing crime within twenty feet of me, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I got your back. If you're further away than that, though, you, you can ask them to please try to keep it within twenty feet. Yeah, like, no, no, like you're yeah. going you're going out of my range. Like please. Otherwise, I gotta range. call yeah. Uber. Yeah. and you know, there's a whole process. Don't don't make me call the police. Like I really want <laughs> I really want to handle this myself. <laughs> so so where did this start then? What was the what was the inception for that? Where did where did you decide like I'm going to put this down on paper and 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 get this out to as many people as possible? So it basically started out uh, my 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 last then as as a teacher I was teaching media and um, I noticed that the kids weren't uh, when I came into the job they weren't super excited about being there at first and so I really wanted to get them excited and uh, um, and motivated. And so uh, one of the first things that I did was I went around and I asked each kid what their superpower was. Like first I, I said like what mine were, like I said the example of like, you know, what I thought my superpowers were. And um, then I went around to each kid and um, the light bulbs, the light bulbs that went on in their heads was just absolutely insane. Like it yeah. was like kids that were started off completely standoffish, didn't want anything to do with me that just were completely engaged. And um, so I once had to, they, once they had to, 
tell you what their superpower was. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I think that a lot of them had n- never really thought about like what was special about themselves because we all have real life superpowers and we yeah. have all real life you know weaknesses you know mm-hmm. um like superman like has this kryptonite like we all have our kryptonites you know like for me mine was high school science yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, did, it didn't work out so well for me mine was, was like, high school <laughs> period that was pretty much that that was my super no uh, that was my kryptonite i'm sorry I said that backwards well you made it through it so Hopefully you'll never have to experience that kryptonite again. Uh, I, I left it, but you know, I, <laughs> so, I did get out of it. So, but um, so what? What kind of when you would tell these kids like, "Hey, what's your superpower? What sort of what sort of things would you get back?" Clearly, I mean, they're not leaping tall buildings in a single bound. So I'm curious where their imaginations went to. So where I started off with me was that um, I can run fast. Um, I can eat a lot of food, which they thought was like really entertaining. <laughs> um, and I can eat faster than pretty much anyone that I've ever met. So they, they thought they all thought that was funny. Um, and so a lot of them like would talk about how, um, you know, they were good at like athletics or that they thought that they were like, you know, particularly, uh, you know, smart or like good at like certain areas like art. Um, and it was like, it's really interesting, like getting them to like think about like what areas like maybe, you know, they're a little bit better at, like it really like got them like soul searching a bit and kind of, uh, um, you know, like really seeing like what qualities of them, like made them stand out, which was great. Um, Cause especially with like a lot of kids these days, like they don't, I'm not sure a lot of them like exactly like feel that they have like a whole lot going for them sometimes. Like, cause there's, yeah. there's a lot of kids like that are in like in really rough situations. Sure. And, um, like when you can show them, like, like you really do actually have something that you can contribute, like something that really is like special about you, like some way that you are able to be a superhero, you know, it totally changes their mindset. Yeah. You know, um, I would imagine it goes from like, you know, a can't to a can. And, um, so, um, after I had them doing, identifying their superpowers, they were actually writing super, like uh, superhero stories about themselves. Yeah. So where they would actually flesh out their characters and I let them um, create whatever characters they want. But it was um, interesting to me because the main point of it was to help them uh, see what their ideal selves would be. Yeah. Like it gave them like a chance to actually flesh out their ideal selves in a vision like of like maybe what they'd want to be as like, you know, in the future or potentially be. So it was, it was super interesting what they came up with. What sort of things, any, any specifics jump out at you? My absolute favorite was, um, this is obviously not realistic, but um, the girl's superpower was that she could live in a wall. Live in a wall? Yeah. What? <laughs> and so she could... There's a few walls that I wouldn't <laughs> mind living in. I can see that. I can so, see that. But that's really interesting. So she would actually like like pop out of walls to you know like stop like like robberies and stuff and so she could like retreat like into the wall like whenever she wanted oh wow i that's pretty deep i thought that was like so great if you think about it like i wonder you know crime fighting and 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 (laughs) running into the walls that's wild in and out that's this is like a little third grader too and (laughs) she was so like anytime like she wrote like an additional sentence in the story she would like call me over to show me, and she was like the most excited like 
person in the world that like she was just like beside herself she's like mr t like come over like i gotta show you this <laughs> it's the best is that is that a, do they call you mr t Mr. T. Because if I was going to be a teacher, I'd change my name to something that starts with a T. Just so they call me Mr. T. It, it, it was definitely because, you know, I have the T factor going, yeah. the Mr. T factor. You know, you got to play that card. <laughs> but also with my last name, you know, I really didn't want to, like, correct, like, every kindergartner. Right, right. It's, it, it was 500 students, so I figured just go the easy route. <laughs> So what is what am I what am I looking at here as I as I open up this book here, um, I mean what do you, this 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 is designed to help the kids come up with their superhero or their superpower, right? So um, the book is divided into three key sections. Yeah. So the first one is um, identifying your superhero persona. You know what are your real life superpowers? Um, what would your character be named if you wanted to create a costume, etc. And the second part is training to be a superhero. Yeah. So it's um, training your body and your mind. Um, so they actually like draw a picture of themselves as the superhero and stuff like that. So yeah. So in the book, I actually do have um, activities and I have challenges that the kids can do. Yeah. And um, if the kids complete all the activities and have their parents send in the completed activities, um, it'll actually I'll send them a code. Yeah. It'll actually unlock a certain part of the website. Oh wow! And uh, um, they get like a superhero certificate and like a bunch of other cool stuff. That's cool. That's awesome. neat. Yeah. So it's hopefully like a little bit of incentive. And so the challenges in there are like things that they can do on like a daily basis. Like one of them is like you know pick up like five pieces of trash. But uh, um, Heck so yeah, because, I like that already. Well, because like being a, being a superhero, as I mentioned before, is is helping. Yeah. Um, and so the training too you know the main part of it is to help yourself first because you need to be able to help yourself first right um and so it also talks about like dealing with negative emotions as well yeah because that's definitely a part of you know all of us and being a superhero like they like every superhero has has a bad day uh-huh you know Oops. um you want to look at it i did oh you did oh i see all right mm-hmm. so, so every, it, sorry. sorry so every superhero has a bad day absolutely well, so what are they supposed to do when they do? Because, I mean, you know, you don't want to just, like, get mad, go, like, Hulk smash and, you know, tear down a building. Exactly. So um, I have a, a bunch of um, stress management ideas. Oh, I could, um, I could use that. And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely – I have a, a, a few different scenarios in there, too, like a few different uh, a few different things. But uh, for me, that um, I mentioned this many times in the book because I think it's, like, the easiest and most important thing that you could do and that is just to go out and say hi to as many people as you can oh wow i like that that's neat because um like it might sound simple but just saying hi to somebody it's doing so much and especially going out like you're getting like uh vitamin d you're getting the serotonin flowing and when you say hi to somebody you're showing them acceptance you're showing them acknowledgement and you know oftentimes it can lead to you know more conversation yeah, and for me personally, because um, I live I live right by uh, One Love, so I go walking out there, and um, you know there's the, the the kids rehab center and there's the adult rehab center, mm-hmm. and so I've seen a lot of people that um, you know are wheelchairs, you know like really, really like rough situations, yeah, and that are like really down in the dumps, and I'll just walk by and say hi to them, you know, give them a little wave, and I'll see them go from like you know their head hanging 
you know, almost to their feet to just like perking up and like coming alive. Well, you're acknowledging them as, as people, you know, a lot of people yeah. in those bad situations, they, you know, they, they, they probably have 10, 20, 30 people just walk by them without a, without a thought, without a care and just keep on strolling. So for somebody to take the time out of their day and Hey, hi, how are you doing? I, that, that, probably means the world to a lot of those people i mean it very well could be the only interaction they're getting for weeks who knows absolutely absolutely and that's why i think it's like one of the easiest but one of the biggest things that you can possibly do yeah um because it, it can just make such a big difference in someone's day i like, like that i really do i i like that a lot i'm a fan so, just getting out there and saying hello well it's got to be internally good for him too because you have to have confidence to be able to say hi to someone yeah i mean it's easy to give a wave or a smile or um like that's projecting goodness but even inside having the confidence to say hi yeah. some some don't have that so that's got to be that's like a, lot a challenge of people, for them a lot of people like to see being hi. too timid you know just they and so that would definitely help them get out there and just branch out you know yeah, for me, that'd be Absolutely. pretty easy. I, I'd, I'd ace that one all day long, you know, just walk around saying hi to people. I can do that. Uh, but not everybody. Not everybody could. Yeah. So. Well, but, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I think that's that's one reason why I like it, too, because um, you know, a lot of people think I'm extroverted, but I'm, I definitely think that I'm more introverted, and, like, sometimes, like, it's I have to, like, kind of, like, push a little bit to say hi, but luckily it's, like, it's just hi. You yeah. know, like I just like I just focus it, like it's just like one word, you know, like I, tr I, tr I try to try to do it. And um, it's it's so amazing. Like once you say hi to just one person and you see them light up, then it makes, it makes you, you light up. Yeah. And, and then like everything just start then everything just like flows. Then and it's it infectious. Becomes easy. It's, Ex it's exactly. Contagious, you know, yeah, it's, it's like the butterfly effect. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And so. Actually, I would love to share a story if you don't mind. Please do. About, like, well, that's where, what we're here for, man. Where, share away. Where I really learned the uh, um, the, the power of that. Um, so um, back in New York, I used to um, babysit for a family. I think um, I know I'm a guy, but I think babysitting is actually like one of the best jobs I've ever had. I babysat for several years when I, I was I was one of the uh, older kids in the neighborhood growing up. Um, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old. And I'd have parents come ask me all the time, like, hey, would you mind coming and sitting with my kids for a few hours a night? And, Hell yeah, you want to pay me? Sure. I loved it, yeah. I'll come and hang out on your couch. Yeah, my my first gig was uh, um, in the village of Scotia in uh, um, in New York, and it was right by my favorite park, which is Collins Park. So I would just take the kids down to the park, like, every day, you know, go swimming, like, play on the beach, and, like, get paid for it. It's like this is you can't beat is, that. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> but so I was I was babysitting a, um, a, a four year old, and I was picking her up. I would pick her up from preschool a lot, and um, I noticed like, um, like her mom wasn't like super like outgoing, su not super friendly. So she kind of the little girl kind of like picked up on those traits. So right. she wouldn't really like say hi to anybody. And um, and I said to her one day, I was like, you know, like if you, um, like if you just like even just like wave to people, like you can make so many people happy and um so um she started like saying hi to people and, like interacting with them and um we would drive by like going back to her house we would drive by like this big field 
And uh, um, so after like I I talked to her about it, I saw her like little hand like waving out the back Aww. window like from her, from, <laughs> from her little car seat. That's cute. And I swear, like every person that like probably wasn't exactly every person, but just about every person that was like playing softball, like right. doing like anything at this park, like turned to wave to this like little four year old. And I was like, see what you did, like like you made that happen, yep. like because you decided to wave. And I mean, she was just like the most jolly like little creature in the <laughs> the car like she, she felt like she was like mayor of the town you my, know that's great my daughter um for a long time she's she's nine now she 10 no she's <laughs> she's 10 this year um i don't know why i always do that yeah she's she's gonna be 10 here soon um but when she was probably four or five uh she was she was a hugger uh, we walked into a, a a furniture store one day, and she, you know, lady came over and said, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" And and my daughter ran over and hugged her, you know. And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> don't hug everybody," you know. I'm I'm thinking, I'm, and and I actually had a conversation with Katie about it. And, uh, you know, I said maybe we should maybe we should not let her just run up to random strangers and hug them because she would just everywhere you'd go, she was running up and hugging somebody. And and then one day, we had uh, we had some guys that came to the house and they were working on our windows, replacing all the windows in the house. She ran up and gave the guy a hug, <laughs> and uh, you know he hugged her, or whatever. And the next day, when he came back, he he told Katie, he said, you know, I know you don't know any of this or or anything. He said, but I just lost my mom. He had just lost his mother mm -hmm. uh, just a couple days prior was having a really rough go and he said you know that little girl ran up and hugged me and it just meant the world to me you know and it was like well so, how do we tell her not to hug people now? right so we didn't we <laughs> we decided we decided not to yeah. um hinder her from doing that yep. of course we taught her stranger danger and yeah. stuff like that we, just, we would monitor it but you know <laughs> i mean yeah. uh so yeah you know it just it it we we found that it just made people happy, you know, that this little kid was just running up and giving him a hug, and you just never know. Sometimes you just you just connect with that one person who's just having the worst day of their life, and that one little gesture can turn all that around, and that's that's amazing to me. So absolutely, and and that's and given the, the fact that that's the point of this exactly of this book. I was just gonna say that yeah. that's amazing to me. You know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so after training the, your body and mind, um, when you're going out to being to be a superhero, uh, that's one of the main ways to be a superhero is to go around and say hi to people. But yeah. it's you know um, like helping people, um, helping the environment. Um, you know, for for all the parents, there's a part about the importance of cleaning your room Love and helping that. to like <laughs> clean the house. Because you actually, you are a gentleman and a scholar, <laughs> sir. Because a clean room is, you know, a clean mind. You know, yeah. it's uh, um, it's all organization. It's actually psychological, and so like a lot of this book. Oh, sorry, I just hit the mic. Yeah. But a lot of this book is actually um, adult psychology that I've distilled down to like three to five sentences. So it's not like just like out of nowhere because um, my BA in, in uh, um, college is, is psychology, and I've like always like, been super interested in psychology, and, and I've um, the the actual like hidden uh, goal behind this book, and th the main reason why I wrote it 
is actually to um, I'm really concerned about concern uh, curbing depression. Yeah. About curbing uh, suicide, and uh, um, and suicide especially is in yeah. a, in a suicide of of young people, and uh, um, all the people that we've um, had commit suicide that like you know I would never have imagined like Chris Cornell, mm. um, uh, the lead singer of uh, Lincoln Park. Chester um, Bennington. Yeah, we've we've talked about uh, Cornell on this show quite a few times. Uh, I'm a big fan, big fan. I actually was fortunate enough to see him just a couple weeks before he passed away. Oh my goodness! Um, at Welcome to Rockville, in Jacksonville. Um, stunning performance, and uh, we were all just our our faces were significantly melted off after that show. It was just amazing and. To hear he died just a couple weeks later, it was it was such a gut punch, man. It was crazy. And uh, my my band at the time, we went and did a tribute show uh, here in town, and uh, had a had a great you know crowd out there. But it was I remember just how bummed it was, you know how how bummed I was because it was such a great great night and great show. There were so many people. We all came together, and it was just. The cause, man, it sucked. It was like, we're all here because one of the greatest singers of all time, you know, killed himself. It sucks, but it's a harsh reality, you know. And uh, so I'm on board with anything that anything that can combat depression and, you know, suicide and all that stuff. Anything, anybody who's doing stuff like that, you're okay in my book, for sure. Because <laughs> I think we need a hell of a lot more of it. I don't think we do near enough for mental health in general at all. Absolutely. And uh um like really the shocker for me was um there was actually somebody in my my personal life yeah. that uh um it was someone who, you know, was like super fit, super strong, like super alpha, um someone that I never would have thought would, you know, ever have like you, like it wouldn't even be like in the realm of thought. And um it just like it really like hit home and so um i think it was it might have even been a year before i wrote this book mm. where i was like really trying to figure out a way to address that and to help curb that because it like it really was a big deal yeah mess you, know, you up a little bit was, you know yeah it was like it was like such a shocker and um um so I did. I've I've done a lot of research on on, on suicide, and there was uh, one article that like really hit home to me, and it was where they were comparing suicide letters, and um, like all like there was tons of letters, and they had no correlation except for two things, and one was that all of them felt like they were a burden on others, yeah, and that they had no chance of any kind of positive future, yeah, and so um. The, the the whole superhero aspect is actually like incredibly intentional. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that I realized with it is that if you're helping people, you're obviously you're, that's the complete opposite of being a burden. Right. And um and like once you see that you're helping people, it like totally opens the door of like wow like I have quite possibilities. I yeah I have I have quite an obvious chance of a positive future even if it is as simple as just walking around and saying hi to people yeah. like yeah, like even if that's it like or you know if, um like it like it doesn't really take much it's just like showing care like period and that's actually one thing that I learned 
uh, teaching too with especially kids that were in like rougher situations that like just showing them that I was in their corner um you know it it, it completely changed them like they like I saw like massive massive changes yeah. like like kids that were like getting in fights all the time getting in trouble all the time to um you know like excelling like creating writing writing stories and uh, um you know uh like bettering themselves like learning chess i uh one of the schools that i that i taught at, so the other school that i taught at, at uh, um in, since i've been in gainesville was at, at one room and so i was there for i think like four or five years and so i did after school too and i would have I taught the kids chess. So like when kids were um, done with their, with their homework and the other ones were working on the homework, I'd have them do chess. And that also write stories themselves as superheroes. I think it's fantastic for kids to learn chess. My, my son, my son's pretty good at it. Uh, He learned, shoot, like fourth grade or something like that. Uh, There was a, there was a chess chess club club. at the, at the school. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was excellent. I mean, him and his buddy would get together. They lived right down the street from each other. And they would play chess. They wouldn't get together and play video games, or, or they would get together and play chess at like ten years old. I was, I was shocked. It's huge. I was shocked. So one of my favorite things ever. Hopefully this is interesting to everybody. But uh, um, so I mostly had second and third graders. Yeah. But I had one first grader, um, and he was basically sent to me because he was having trouble with discipline and like you know acting out and uh, lots of behavioral problems. And so I taught him chess and he actually ended up being like basically the referee for the older kids. Like, so like when the older kids were like, like, you know, like doing something in chess that they weren't supposed to do, you know, he'd be like, no, no, you can't do that. Like, gotta like do this. Like, you (laughs) know, so it was like really cool to like see him. He was the authority. He was the authority. authority. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, like he was so excited to like, um, you know, try to get his parents, like get him like a a chess board and like play with them at home. And, you know, like he like really took to it. And uh, and his behavior would like completely flipped. That's great. Um, it, it was fantastic. Awesome. And so my my deal that I made with the kids um, in after school, and uh, some of the kids uh, during school, like I'd go into the lunches, um, was that if they wrote stories, that I would include them in my superhero stories because I was writing superhero stories like in the school too. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the kids actually ended up writing so many stories that I couldn't keep up. <laughs> So yeah, wow. it, was, it was insane. Like I couldn't even come close to keeping up. Like wow. like it was like every day. It was you know. So at that school, I was Mr. Mike. Was like Mr. Mike. Like can you come into our lunch? Like I I got a story to read. <laughs> and so they would get up in front of the class and read the stories like to the entire class. That's awesome. Which you know, I mean, how many skills are they learning? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like overwhelming. Like it was crazy Confidence. how well it worked. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember trying to get up and speak in front of people uh, the first time, third grade, Miss Lyons class. I'm not going to say what I want to say about Miss Lyons. I'll leave that for another podcast. But uh, let me take a guess. She wasn't your favorite teacher. <laughs> still, still to this day is not. Um, uh, but I having to get up and speak uh, in 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 front of that class. I remember my knees literally knocking together. You know, I was so terrified, and so it's always been kind of funny to me that I. I've done what I've done over the years where I've spent a lot of time standing up speaking in front of people. So, well, usually screaming and yelling and singing at them. But, you know, hey, whatever. Same thing. You you don't like her, but maybe maybe she did you a service there. Maybe maybe there, right there, you opened the door of uh, having a little bit more confidence. No, no, it took a few years. It it, it, it took a few years. No, she 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 was a pretty bad person. 
uh, ultimately. So oh, okay. <laughs> they had actually been trying to get her out of the school system. We learned like, you know, for like uh, 14, 15 years or something. Just, just not a great teacher. She had, she had a few complaints. So whatever, different, different story for a different day. For the um, record, though, you are a fantastic speaker. Ah, uh, well, you know, I just, I, uh, like I said, I spent a lot of time talking in front of a microphone, and uh, I'm just making it up as I go, man. I'll tell you that. Well, that's what it's all about, too. Throw putting, a little whiskey on the fire, and away we go. Buckle up. Putting, putting in the wraps, <laughs> and that's exactly how you doing on that whiskey. You need, you need, you need another flavor over there. I might, uh, I might refill at some point. Yeah, we've been, we've been, uh, been partaking here on the old screwball peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey challenge number one winner. I think we're we're actually going to do another whiskey challenge here in the future, where we where we line up a bunch of them and uh, give them a whirl. And I'm I'm thinking that we may just we may need to put them all the new whiskeys against the peanut butter whiskey too. I'm not sure. I'm uh I'm I'm definitely a willing participant to uh, offer, <laughs> provide feedback. Beautiful, beautiful. We'll, that we'll bring you in. That is one survey I would be excited to take. <laughs> so what is, uh, is there like age limits on this sort of stuff? Or is this, you know, can 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 kids of all ages pick this up and follow follow your uh, ideas here? So the main, um, the main, the main age group that I was trying to hit, um, because like book publishers, they have like different um, age ranges that they like basically categorize. Yeah. And so um, the main age range that I was trying to hit was 8 to 12. And um, I'm not sure I quite hit that. It might be, like, slightly younger. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited with, with how it turned out and, and how I hit it. But it, it can – I believe that it's also, like, for the parents, too. Like, I, I intended it for the parents. Yeah, see, I, think, I, I mean, looking at it, man, and hearing what you're talking about, I could see – everybody having a good time doing this i mean Absolutely. high school middle school all of them i could see it you know just totally across i can see me having fun with this you know what i'm saying like oh let me let me sit down and write some stories you know it's kind of crazy i think i think it's all all ages man yeah so my big test for this book was that if i was going through something and i could not find something in the book to help me through that yeah then then i was missing a page and that page needed to get researched and written had have you have you come across an instance like that where you've been like oh, oh you know what times. need time for a new page oh many many times yeah. and uh um even one of the last things that i that i put in was uh, um um breathing like the importance of um you know if if you're angry and upset like how to deal with that uh, and now you're so you're talking my language yeah so and so <laughs> so what and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't think I, I, I put in there like the importance of, you know, like when you're having like a rough day or like a rough, yeah. like the, like a rough situation, like um, breathing in through your nose and breathing out your mouth. Yeah. And um, I also like one of the things that I think is the most funny is uh, um, is singing. I think like singing, like just like singing about like whatever you're upset about. Yeah. Like it really, it really helps. Hey, you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed. It doesn't have to be. Like good singing because my singing it is does not that good, <laughs> but it like it takes you it takes you out of your head and like brings you to the present and it makes like whatever you're upset about ridiculous because you're just like singing like a ridiculous song about like whatever you're upset about yeah. so it's like it makes it like silly because mm -hmm. like a lot of the stuff that like we get upset about like in the grand scheme of things like generally like 
isn't like that important it's more of like an in the moment thing yeah and so kind of like like i don't know at least for me like it helps bring me back like down to reality and like what is like really important i feel, I feel like he's talking directly to me <laughs> i feel like he's just reaching right into my soul and telling me all Breathe. these things so that my wife has been telling me is this a setup is that what this is <laughs> It's, it's, it's an intervention. Sorry to tell you. Was, that's the, the whole thing was mastermind. I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. But I will really, um, I mean, even after I had this book published and, and sitting at my desk, like there's, there's times where, you know, like I, I had like a rough day or like I had like yeah. a rough patch and I opened the book and referred back to it and found like some kind of help. How cool which, is that? Which though? is like the whole point of it. How cool is that? Like the first, when you get your book printed, and and you get to buy your book. You, you, how how cool is that? You it, know, it was it was the coolest thing yeah. ever. Like yeah. when I when I opened the package and actually like held in my hand like what had like come out of my brain, like my brain baby. It makes you look <laughs> giddy, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. When you I know? held when I held my brain baby for the first time, it was uh, um it was quite it's quite exciting because I had the um the ebook out, but yeah. like seeing it on the computer versus seeing it um live and being able to actually hold it i mean it's tangible it's in your hand i mean that's that's a different different feeling altogether I mean, I've, I've recorded cds in my life and you go in and you and you record them in the studio and it sounds so good but it doesn't sound near as good on those thousand dollar speakers as it does on those crappy speakers in your bedroom you know when you put that thing in your cd player for the first time that's sounds the best then it's like oh I, I that's it right there so getting that getting it in your hands actually being able to hold it that's that's when it's that's the payoff you know it makes it real yeah yeah that's what you work for so when i first got it too of course i took it everywhere i went yeah like that specific copy actually yeah <laughs> yeah it's that 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 copy has seen uh some public visits <laughs> <laughs> for sure so now how to be a superhero here what's next is there a is there a sequel in the works or I'm is there a uh how to be something else or, or or you know what what's is this just the beginning or is or, or what are we looking at here so this is definitely just the beginning yeah. um the the whole superhero concept is really important to me in, in many ways i think it's like really key in a lot of a lot of areas um there's a um a plato quote about how um like the quote ideal citizen um is um the combination of, of an athlete and a scholar right because like one or, or the other is is too imbalanced um and so that's what i think a superhero is too like it's a combination of um like being an athlete like you know like being shit like being able to like physically um you know meet the requirements you know uh, uh be able to fight crime right you know be able to help people um and also like every superhero like needs to be intelligent like if you like go to like save people but like you know you're not thinking properly <laughs> like like it's not gonna work out for you like I'm just gonna set you down right here you know in the middle I mean? of this ocean yeah. that's probably a bad idea because you're in a <laughs> volvo or something you know it, yeah it, exactly and uh um and i think actually um the idea of like creating is important too. And this is still like a concept that I've been playing with, but I think like each like superhero is kind of like, um, almost like a, like a, a wizard or like a mage or like a 
someone that's like creating something because like every yeah. superhero is like really like like creating something mm-hmm. um like even like the hulk even though like his strength you know like his superpower is like super strength like he's like creating situations where he can like lift a car yeah. or you know someone's like shooting like lasers out of their eyes or batman's like creating his suits like so some things are unrealistic and some things aren't but um we have we have a rogue child <laughs> that's what i'm talking about we just throw it out there you know yeah i think so, she wants in on the podcast probably, i think that's what it is probably she's she takes after me a lot so that's awesome give her a microphone she's gonna run with it you know that's ter- awesome. terrifies me terrifies me i think that's i think that's fantastic though oh yeah yeah it's a trip it's a trip um but yeah, you know, I could I could see a lot coming from this. You know, I I could see a lot of like involvement, like you were talking about. You know, the website and stuff like that. I mean, really taking it to a level. Uh, you know, where you know kids can really see their 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 work, their drawings, their stories. You know, come to life in front of them. You know, uh, it's amazing. It really is. I realized too that I didn't quite answer your your question too about um what's next. Yeah. So, um, I definitely want to continue on, on the superhero, um, idea cause I think it's like really good. And so what I want to do, uh, next is do stories that are mm-hmm. based on the values that are in this book. Yeah. Um, and so each character will, um, uh, uh, basically be faced with like a different trial Yeah. that, uh, like, so like, so the first character, um, his struggle is with math and so Mine too. The, the second character um, for me it was science so that's yeah. where, that's where I'm pulling like a lot of like the story <laughs> stuff and because uh, um, I can never get I don't think I think very rarely did I ever get higher than a C in science in in high school like as hard as I tried I don't know that I got higher than a C um, but I know I got higher than I did in math whatever the whatever the grade <laughs> was I know it was higher than the one I got in math um, so. Uh, there was there was no saving me in math. Yes, my my kid's in algebra right now, and I, he comes to me looking like, <laughs> "Dad, can you help?" You know I can't. I don't know why you're even asking me. Go go ask your mother. I, that's the best I got for him. I had like I actually had the same problem, but like in the reverse. Yeah. Where my dad is actually an electrical engineer, so every time I try to ask my dad a math question, it would be like, you know, just like. Like like the simplest like algebra question, it would be he would give me like three pages of like how to do it. Hand me I'm that like, notebook over here, son. Let's talk yeah. about it. I'm like, Dad, this does not help me at all. Like, I think I asked him one time, learned my lesson, and like that was it. I was like, Is he is uh, your parents? They are they in New York or yes. yeah yeah they um, it's gonna be so cold up there right now. We were bitching that it was cold here, but my God. Yeah, anytime I feel bad about how cold it is here, I just think about how cold it is. <laughs> I actually have Niskiuna's um, like weather on my phone. So if I'm ever feeling bad about like the weather here, I can just look at what it is yeah, in Niskiuna. Right. And, um, you know, it's always like four degrees colder. So, <laughs> Do you get up there often? No. No. No, just stick to sunny Florida. I like the warm. <laughs> and, well, and- I know you when we were talking earlier because – you know, I, I had to warn you because I tell everybody, you know, hey, we are <laughs> we are named Porchville because we actually do record this on a porch 
and I mean it's it's like thirty something degrees right now, and so I had to give you the old warning, like, hey man, it's it's gonna be chilly, and, and you you told me you're like, oh boy, I don't <laughs> I don't do well with the cold, but no. all right, so yeah, everyone thinks that since I'm from New York that I'm. I must be used to the cold. I'm right. like, that's why I moved. <laughs> like I, I paid my dues. Like I never want to be cold again. Yeah. But I'm wearing two jackets. I got a coat, or a, um, I'm sorry, I got gloves on. Um, I got a hat on. So yeah, I'm originally from Michigan, so I know I know about that northern cold. And that whiskey and uh, the coffee is really helping out yeah, too. Yeah. Much appreciated. The whiskey will always help. <laughs> yeah. I, I need some more of this stuff. What What do we got here? We got uh, some rum. You know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this crown apple. I've heard it's very good, so I don't want to put it on your book. <clears throat> so Riley, I just had to some back. Uh, I wouldn't mind a little. Yeah. Tell you what, that little uh, screen time thing. Yeah. Greatest thing. That's what it was all about. That's why she came out. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Why? What time is it? It shouldn't shut off today. Yeah. Well, you have it. Yeah, it shut off. It locked her out. What day is it? Oh, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> Oops. I already, I already went in. I already. You already opened it all. I already up? opened it up oh, okay. and opened her up and everything. So we just recently did this screen time app uh, for our kids. So my son's fourteen, my daughter's nine. They've never had major limitations other than you know we say put down the put down the phone you know. And they listen. And, and we trust that they do. I, I don't think my son does very well, but uh, we, we trust for the most part that they do. Well, we've recently put this app on there that limits their screen time. Um, you can and, set how uh, much time they have. You can set it to shut down. You can, <laughs> I mean, you can see what apps they're yeah, using yeah. and how long they're on them. Like, it's like, oh, it, it's eye-opening. It's, yeah. And they're not they're not in love with it either. They're not. They are not loving it. I think I need to do that for myself. Like, <laughs> like especially yeah. like for, especially for Facebook. Oh. Mm. Which like, I'm thinking about it now. What I did was I, I actually uh I set it I set it the scheduling for for Monday through Friday. Right. And I should have set it for Sunday through Thursday because yeah, I messed that up. So well. I love that whiskey, by the way. The crown? Is yeah. that good? It is applicious. It is caramel apple, right? Is that what it is? Oh my, that's uh, that's the the green apple crown. Mm. I wish you would actually like try some whiskey. I'm happy with my instead water of over beer. there drinking your beer water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't hate on my beer. I mean, it's no Coors Light. We all know Coors Light is the greatest beer of all time. Shout out to Coors. <laughs> <laughs> Endorse them, please. I do love. I, I that's that's my beer. Coors Light. What can I say? I really do appreciate how you have the uh, the whiskey plus one rum item buffet oh, yeah. over here. <laughs> well, we got the monkey rum. Actually, yeah. Darren uh, Darren Lane brought that to me a couple episodes ago. He was on, um, and uh, he brought us the monkey rum. Um, but monkey rum was heavily featured on some of our first episodes. Uh, Actually, the first episode that we recorded, I think it was episode four, was the first one that we did while we were not drinking monkey rum, and it it, it was there was a whole production about like, oh my god, what are we gonna do without the monkey? 
Um, so it, it was a different show. It will, it, yes, <laughs> yeah. There were some of the earlier shows. You know, you, you look back and you're like, okay, let's not do that again. But well, and that's what it's all about too. And that's exactly what I would tell your son with the uh, um, with the game design yeah. and with with pretty much everything and and with the book. Um, the biggest piece of advice that I've ever learned with like doing all my games. Um, and doing anything is you just start small and yeah. build up. Yeah. And, you, know, you you put in the reps. Yeah. And um, you know the most important thing is just do something, and you can find out like what works and what doesn't. And right. as long as you have like a foundation, you can build up. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, just and just keep on plugging at it. You know, I mean, every day, do something. You know, towards your goal. I think is is something important to do. Absolutely. And one thing that I've uh really come to realize again recently i was talking to one of my buddies is, is a really famous uh poker commentator yeah. and uh um like he's he was actually i don't know if you guys watched survivor oh yeah mm-hmm. oh so he was actually you know this the survivor champions no so so right now they're doing like the survivor champions um battle you know where old survivors like coming back mm-hmm. and so a while ago like a bunch of them played um poker together on one of the poker um, shows that my that my friend hosts and so he, he was actually they showed a clip of him on Survivor oh wh- nice which was pretty cool oh that's neat and uh, um, yeah so he, he's doing pretty well he does well for himself <laughs> yeah and uh, among other things that he does um, great guy and um, so I was talking to him and like one of the things that he was like telling me like that why he's so successful is that he says yes to everything and it reminds me of like so my first my first video game project was called last man standing it was it was a, a modification for for doom 3 and nice. it, it, it ended up winning um have you played doom 3 before i've played doom yeah uh back in like you know way back when like the early 90s so you understand i understand i i, I definitely get it so doom 3 was actually a terrible game yeah it they they changed from the doom 1 and 2 style of like high action to suspense which really? Doom is not a suspense game. I just remember just just going through all them rooms, just you know the BFG and Ex- oh my god, it's so much fun. That's how it's meant to be. Shout out to 1992. What's it, up? <laughs> so, what actually gave me the idea for this mod was uh, um, there was uh, um, there's a level, and I think it's Doom Two. It's called Suburbs, where you can uh, it's like a big room and you can go around and open up all these doors where monsters like flood out and there's right. like a little like a little building where you can like hold yourself up in yeah and so i was playing it on my playstation so this is like the you know, old school and so i actually had so many monsters on the screen that when i stepped out in the window to like battle the monsters it it crashed the playstation which i didn't think was possible like, are, we, so, are we talking the original PlayStation? The original PlayStation. Because yeah, I just want everybody to be clear. When he says PlayStation, he's not talking about PS4. He's talking yeah. about PlayStation. <laughs> like the, the PlayStation. The, play- the, the old school. <laughs> like, we're, we're going way back here. Let's, we're going deep. I, like, I never thought it was possible to crash a console. <laughs> like, so I just I stepped out. I stepped out into the window, and I just saw like monsters like in front of me. And then all of a sudden, it was just like numbers atop. A black screen, yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, I was like, "Huh, maybe too many <laughs> monsters." But so, like, that's that's what I wanted to bring back to um, to Doom, and uh, um, so 
my my main philosophy with that was to start small and it was really interesting like i think this is like a really and hopefully this is interesting to everybody but i think it's like a really important lesson because like when we first started out there was a poll for um because there's a lot of other doom 3 mods there's a poll for like what mods are you most interested in and like so there was like hundreds and hundreds of votes for all these other mods we had five people who voted for us <laughs> and um that's encouraging yeah, and so you know, at least there's five. Well, exactly, and so I had my team, and I said to my team, I was like, you know what, like we're gonna make this like the most fun, like most awesome experience possible for these five these five people. people. Mm-hmm. And um, what ended up happening since we focused on making sure that it was fun and like building it up from the bottom and like you know like having a foundation like building up that like the majority of those like huge mods actually failed because they tried to do too much like from the get-go and uh, um and so they they crashed and failed and we ended up winning the award for um actually I had a flag to San Jose to get the award we won the award for being the best uh doom Thriller mod of the year oh, wow. of you know in the world that's so, awesome yeah wait so, what year was that um 2007 i think 2007 yeah people were still playing doom in 2007 huh so it came out in it, no so doom 3 came out in 2004 did it and um, that's the same year that Half Life uh, Two came out. No idea what you're saying right now. Half Life Half Life Two? No, no, I'm not familiar with that. What is that? Just the sequel to Half. Just a lot of people. Well, like, I don't know what Half Life One is, so so we're gonna have to go way back. A lot of people like it's a computer game, but like a lot of people like really like Half Life. I was never really into it, yeah. but it was just it, it's like one of the Valve. Have you ever played anything on Steam? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So I have no idea what I'm talking about. Do I? No, you're, you're looking at me like you are just 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 new topic. <laughs> no, it, no, it's 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 completely fine. It's uh, um, I mean, I've never been actually into them myself, but um, but Steam is just like the um, like if you if you were to play video games online, it's like the main distributor of like digital video games. Right. So like, if you were to like you know download your games on the computer instead of like going to a store and buying them like, yeah. on, on like a console. Okay. Like, yeah. So it's for like. It's really like PC based. Gotcha. So like if you're really into like console gaming, then you probably wouldn't have encountered it. But like if you're PC gaming, then you probably would encounter it like all the, the time. The only PC gaming that I've ever really done has been like Solitaire, Minesweeper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pinball a couple times in the, you know, way back. That's I, about it. I don't think those are on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> See, they always they always exclude the classics. I, I don't know why. <laughs> they're, they're missing out on an opportunity. <laughs> Oh, so um, Superhero Hill presents is that that's and I noticed that's also your website too. Exactly, so people can go there. Is that where? Oh shoot! Sorry about that. Um, is that also where people can unlock content and stuff like that if they get to a certain absolutely spot? Yeah, that's that's exactly where like that's where where I want to have all the resources and I have lots of plans for it. Yeah. It's just getting all of it done and right. like focusing on like what's most important. It's gotta be, it's gotta be expensive and you know, you gotta have servers to house everything. And so, um, so I have it as a part of my, my servers cause I have about like 15 something websites. Um, so that part isn't so difficult. Yeah. It's, uh, the main thing that I'm trying to figure out is like, what are the best ways essentially that I can help people? Right. And like, what is like the most useful for people? Like, is it, is it a game? Is it books? You know, um, I thought about doing a, um, you know, like a show that's like similar to Mr. Rogers, but like, you know, my my line of make believe would be, you know, like a like a superhero created universe. Right. Um, 
one thing that I have done is actually, I've done some Twitch streaming where um, I would actually stream a Google document and I, and I would have people um, tell me in the chat like what they wanted their superheroes to be and um, or villains or, or random characters. Like one guy was like, a, wanted to be a pirate shark. So I wrote him. And a so what? A pirate shark. A part? Pi- pirate. Pirate shark. shark. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I initially thought you said a party shark, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what kind of superhero that is, but I kind of want to. Yeah, there is. well, that can be so. That can be your superhero, party you can, shark. You can be the party shark. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down. And so what I would do is right on the stream is I would write the story yeah. of, um, you know, like I write a story about them as that character, and so they'd actually see me like typing it or like writing the story. Wow. So, um, yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. I got, some, yeah. I got some, I got some fun stories out of that. But so yeah, it's just trying to figure out how to how to gear all of it. Has, has there been, has there been any superheroes that 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 you've had people come up with that you're just like, no, let's let's try something a little different. <laughs> let's not go that route. Um, I, I'm not. I can't remember offhand because I'm sure I curbed it like like <laughs> at like at the moment. But my favorite I'll talk about the, the reverse of where my favorite creative idea was um a guy named Switch, where he could actually switch other people's superpowers. So when there was like uh um I, I had a story about uh um you know a super vi- superheroes and supervillains like having a, a pool uh party battle, you know, like a pool a pool battle. And so um, he was a villain, and in in the middle of the battle, he switched out their powers. So when they thought that they were activating like certain superpowers, instead what they were doing is summoning, or you know, using somebody else's power, which was summoning cats. So they summoning cats. <laughs> yeah, summoning cats. That's like, that's, so. that's, a, that's kind of a really <laughs> cool superpower. So yeah, that's what someone wanted to have their Especially superpower. Especially if you're feeling depressed. Yeah. If you're feeling depressed. <laughs> summon about eighty cats. <laughs> yeah, here's a cat. There you go. I would personally summon dogs, but yeah, you know. yeah, because <laughs> because cats cats just like generally don't want anything to do with you. That's <laughs> so, true. So, That's but true. like, but dogs like you can't get away from them. Like they See, like my, they want to be your best friend. I'm kind of I'm kind of tainted on 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 what cats you know how cool cats are right now because we have this new kitten that we've had for a couple months now, and he's the coolest freaking and he's he's just he's hilarious. He's hilarious. I, I lo- he just runs around and does stupid stuff all day long, <laughs> and it cracks me up. Just runs across the living room and pounces on a dog. Funny. I love it. I I, I like that. Like he just <laughs> just has no fear. The dog's 120 uh, pounds. He's like four, and he's gonna jump <laughs> at the dog. I, it cracks me up. He he really doesn't have any fear. He struts around like his shit doesn't his, doesn't stink. <laughs> you know. Didn't he Didn't he pounce at you today? Um, the other day, yeah, the other day. He... See, no fear. It's it's hilarious. If I could summon like eighty of that, <laughs> no, actually, that'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that'd that, be that's awful. a terrible idea. I'm good with the puppies. I'm with you. Let's do that. Summon summon some dogs, because <laughs> <laughs> they just they just want to be loved. Like yeah. you know, they just want your attention. Absolutely. The cats, the cats are kind of just like you know, they want they they kind of just want to do their own thing. They want to know what's in it for them. They, like yeah, exactly. They're, you can pet me, but what's in it for me? Exactly. Because you better be giving one of those treats, they, some of that catnip. They have a little bit of uh, a little bit arrogant, you know, a little <laughs> bit of that air, you know. Yeah. Queen cat or king cat? <laughs> You're not kidding. Like I'm the boss around here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Cats. How you doing on that whiskey? Need something else? You, you good? You need a drink? I got I got soda. I got a little bit of everything. I will try whatever you'd like me to try. Whatever I'd like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying some of the monkey, actually. Try, yeah. Hey, hey, absolutely. Thank you so much. Monkey rum, baby. This is... Um, no joke, I've been drinking this for a few years now, and uh, this is the best spiced rum you'll ever have. I was a huge fan of Captain Morgan for a long time, and uh, one day I went to the store and I and I grabbed the monkey, and I'm a changed man ever since. The captain got fired? Captain got fired. <laughs> I drink the captain in, gotta... in, in large settings. I only got a bar where they don't sell monkey rum, but... Otherwise, it's monkey for me, man. It's he, it's so smooth. He got a relieved of his command. Yes, <laughs> yes. This stuff is so smooth. It's so good. Thank you'll, you so you'll much. You'll love it. You'll love it. Cheers, man. Cheers. I'm 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 loving this. This is a good time. I'm having fun. I am. I'm having a blast. If you guys ever want to do a podcast, this is an awesome podcast to do. Well, thank you. I highly, highly recommend it. Have a good time. <laughs> and I'm not even cold. Like I don't even feel the cold anymore. I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that thing is pretty hot and. Uh, We've had a few of these whiskeys, so I guess there's there's, you know. a, there's actually one place I just realized that has not been um, that is still affected by the cold that has un- unfortunately not been influenced by all this wonderful whiskey and warmth and coffee, and that is my toes. Like the very like <laughs> right, that's like exactly. the very like tip of my toes are just like <laughs> dead to the world. <laughs> like they, like they will not be working for a while, but that's okay. It's worth it's got sacrifice. Yeah, you know? past that like stinging, like pain. They don't, well, they, they don't even hurt. I just, I just don't feel anything. Like they're just like, <laughs> like I just like they feel like a little cold and like and beyond that, like no sensation. <laughs> oh. So have you ever have you ever thought of like maybe getting into, you know, doing some like school tours or stuff like that where you get in and kind of do like a presentation or something about, you know, your book and just you got a whole school there captive audience so that is actually the thing that i am most excited about yeah. because um i i still really want to teach and that's yeah. why I, i've been trying to figure out like how i can properly leverage um youtube and that's why i was thinking like a mr rogers type show yeah but um actually um march 2nd and march 4th will be the first times that i actually do a, some school visits right and i'm really excited to do more because that you way do that here locally yes yeah. yep and uh, um, I'm really excited about that because that way I can I can teach, but not have to deal with like everything that goes along with teaching. So I can you know, hopefully make the pos- most positive impact I can with the kids, and you know not have to deal with yeah. like everything that comes extra. Now do, you, now, do you have to like call schools up or? And, I mean, basically, what I'm asking is is there a, is there a way in the in the long term that like schools are calling you up? And, and and this is like a paid gig where you go and you, this is how you make a living is going around the country and touring with something like this book and you know getting kids to further you know what what's their superhero power so that would definitely be the ideal yeah and i've been talking about i've been talking to a guy pardon me that um that i've been um that he he does these tours in like spain and like all through europe yeah and um he actually gets paid six hundred dollars a visit what? and um yeah and if I could do something like that and like have that be my life, Heck I mean that yeah. would be that'd be ideal. That's and the so dream. That'd be the dream. Yeah. And so g- 
getting into schools so far has been the tough part. I found that like emails like really haven't worked so well. Yeah. But games with word of mouth has helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, f- AKA Facebook, and uh, um and Reddit has helped me get into some. Yeah. So I don't know if I need to like start calling the schools or whatever, but that's that's really the the dream, you know, yeah. where I can where I can teach, but not have to, um, you know, kind of like like be stuck just like at right. one school. Well, I guess you know, be all in the marketing, like put together some kind of a plan, you know, where where like a presentation where you can take it into the principal and Absolutely. say, hey, this is what's up, you know. And one thing that I thought was really interesting too is is this guy, um, even though he's an he's an author, like he, he doesn't um, present himself as an author. He presents himself as a motivational speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I guess he, I guess that's what helps him like get like higher rates too. Right. And he's like, I've never tried to sell like books at schools like ever. And um, I thought that was like really interesting. Yeah. I mean, you could do like a that. different approach. You yeah. could go in as a motivational speaker. You know, I mean. Yeah. Maybe maybe hand out a page or, or, or something, you know, to everybody that, that that way there was an activity they could all participate in. But then, you know, if they wanted more, you know, they could get the book at the, on the way out the door or something. You Absolutely. Know? So one thing that I'm it's taken me a long time to get set for whatever reason. But because um, I've um, been messing around with so many designs, but I, I want to uh, print out bookmarks for the kids. Yeah, because I mean, I, I could always do like business cards for people, but I think um, bookmarks are like so much more functional and, yeah. and interesting. Well, and, and, and with it being a book, and that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. it kind of works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tie it all in together. I mean, I'd make that your whole your whole shtick would be revolved around this book. You know, and that's what I'd really like to do. Like a um, like try to figure out like a Mister Rogers like type show. Like I could never obviously like replicate him because like you know he's. A, Obviously, like he's dude, a legend, and he's that dude's a genius. legend, absolutely. And also, like he's him, like he had his style, and you know my style is is a little bit different, but I think he's like a fantastic inspiration. Have you seen that that movie that came out? The I really want to. I, I have not. I yet. haven't seen it yet either. I hear we, it's pretty awesome. We've been wanting to. It just it just it dropped just at the Red Box the other day. So one of these days, scoop it out. I'll have to go grab it, but. There's like there's so much fantastic content of Mr. Rogers and like how he fought for um, funding for his show too. Oh yeah, like his speech that he gives. The speech like, in front of Congress. Yes. was incredible. Oh my goodness, yeah, that was incredible. I I you know I was, I was one of those things where I was like really surprised um, at the whole thing. He just sort of went in there and you know just kicked everybody's ass. It was great to see you know how he did that. He was still that calm, soft-spoken, you know, delivery. But yeah, it was like, like, and it was crazy seeing it for the first time because I know Mr. Rogers is yeah, Mr. Rogers, but he was really that guy, Mr. Though. Rogers, talking to Congress. But he was that really was, that guy, like all the time. Like he was Mr. Rogers. Like it, it, there was no yeah, like that was him. Yeah. Once the camera turns off, you know, he, <laughs> you know, lets his, lets his hair down and you know, puts on his Motley <laughs> Crew T-shirt. You know, no, I mean he was that guy. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's amazing. He he inspired a whole slew of people. My parents would actually not let me watch him. Really interesting. Yeah. Why? I I don't know. I don't know. They just didn't like him. Huh? Yep. Man, but yeah, I PBS man, Mister Rogers. I think you know. I mean, for whatever reason, um, I couldn't watch him. But kind of like, uh, I I wouldn't let my kids watch Caillou. 
That's a that's a terrible show. If you ever heard of it, I've, I've never heard of it. Well, don't don't go looking it up because it's it's god awful. It's an absolutely terrible show. So, um, but anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, could you see doing this though? You know, like just traveling across the country, going school to school, doing that every single day. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. And um, so this guy that I've been talking to that that does all these presentations, like one thing that he mentioned, because um, his wife is a teacher. Yeah. And um, he he said that like one thing that like um like bothers her a little bit is that I feel like they're they're just having like this connection like with the kids like in this one instance, but then it's you know like off to the next school. Right. And so it's not like a continued. Um, you know, like relationship or, or whatever. So that's why I like, I would really love to, um, you know, have some kind of show or, you know, uh, you know, developed website so yeah. that, you know, if the parents want to, you know, like continue just beyond just, you know, that presentation that they can, right. you know, that can be, you know, that, that I'm an available resource for them just beyond, um, you know, just that singular presentation. Right. Because that's what it's all about to me, you know. I yeah. I just I really want to make a difference and just like use what abilities I have to hopefully help other people. Yeah. Um. That's that's what it comes down to, and I've just I've seen like my personal interactions like work so many times and make such big differences. Like even if it was there was there was times you made a, you made a believer out of yourself even you know you, you believe in what you're doing and, and that's admirable you know well because I've, I've i've seen the i've seen the effects like i've seen the um i've seen the positive results like there there would be times um when i was working in a school where like all i would do is like pass a kid like you know every day and say hi to them yeah and i like, find out that like this is both sad and kind of awesome but they would consider me like they considered me their best friend yeah. and um and all that like and i would just see them like once a day and you know just just in passing like say hi to them but i think it's like so fantastic that, that they knew that i like that i was in their corner that i that i cared about their success yeah and i think like if i can convey that to as many people as possible that i really do care about their success and there's people that care about their success i mean even for me like you know even just being here and you guys like caring about like my success and yeah. success on the show yeah. Um, I mean that's that's huge, because I mean even coming out here, like you know, I was afraid, as nervous, <laughs> you know. I told you, you don't got to be nervous. Trust me, when you get here, it's just laid back, it's chill, it's 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 whatever. We've talked about that though, like having people come to the porch. Yeah. You know, um, that whether he's reaching out or whatever, and well, I had people, I had a girl like, Jess Mather on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And having a having a girl that I've reached out to that I don't know. I've never met um, reaching out and saying, hey, I'd love to interview. Come to my house when it's, you know, <laughs> late at night when it's dark and I live back in this neighborhood with no street lights. Yeah, just come on up, knock on the door. Come on inside, do a podcast. Like, that, you know, that's that's tough. That's a tough sell. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're still learning a lot along the way. And, and that was definitely a, a lesson that we learned just a couple weeks ago. Well, I had thought about it. I mean, just being a female, like. Well, I I hadn't. I mean, not a lot. I guess I hadn't really put a lot of thought into it, mm-hmm. but I guess I should have, because when I invited her over, I was like, huh, yeah, 
Yeah, I guess Katie. I'm gonna need Katie to be here for this. <laughs> well, it's it's tough too because I mean, you know, being a guy, you yeah. know, you generally think you know one way, yeah. and it's like you know you don't realize that the opposite gender could be thinking a completely different way, or just yeah. in general, you know, like I I generally I used to think that like pretty much like everyone thought like I did, yeah, and I found that's not the case yes, yep. you know? never the case <laughs> you know? never the case like there's like there's so many w- different ways that like people can interpret like the same situation like, yeah. de- like depending on how they want to yep. mm-hmm. depending on their experiences you know i mean they that's going to that's going to affect their uh that scenario for them so well you just never like, know it's just like we were talking about um earlier with the with the teacher who got in trouble for yeah you know, Mr. Cecil, using, using, we're, we're still waiting to hear, to hear the outcome of that one. But, uh, but yeah, that's like that's that's a really tough part of, of teaching, too, yeah. is that, you know, like you can just go into like what you think is going to be an ordinary day at work. And it just takes like a split second for something to be. It doesn't even necessarily need to be wrong. Something that you necessarily right. did like wrong, but just misinterpreted. Yeah. And it's like your career is gone. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know, it's like, like it's like that like, Jenga game, like one false move, exactly. and the whole damn thing comes tumbling down. Exactly, you know? it's scary, and yeah. especially especially being a guy, there's yeah. like there's like a whole extra world, like being a teacher. That like there's like a whole like extra, you know, set of things that you can get potentially in trouble for. Yeah, you know, just just because something maybe got like misconstrued or whatever. And I mean, thankfully, I've never been in that position. Yeah, but like, you know. Like all it takes is like you know one small thing, and like that's it. That's another reason why I kind of wasn't like super excited about continuing teaching because it's yeah. just it's it's just scary, you know. Mm-hmm. Like like you never know. Like you have to be like on like a hundred percent guard at all points, you know. And it's sometimes like um, it can hit you at an angle that like maybe like you don't even realize. Yeah. And um, so. My dad always told me that, like, you always have to, like, present yourself in a way that, like, any kind of, like, situation that, like, might be negative just has to be, like, like even, like, cons- like for it to even be considered must be, like, ridiculous. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what, that's what I always try <laughs> to do. To live by. But, but still, like, even then, like, you know, even, like, even the fact of, like, getting accused of whatever, yeah. you know, that can be game over. Yeah, no, 100%. Just, like, you know, 100%. it's just like it's just like walking the tightrope. Once like, you've been accused like every of, day. of improprieties, you have that scarlet Stigma, letter yeah. attached to you. Exactly. And I mean, with the with the internet and all that stuff these days, oh my, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Even if you're somebody who's you know completely vindicated of, of of anything, I mean, still that information is out there. And, you absolutely. Know, you, know, you, you, you never get rid of it. That's what I was talking with uh, with Rob about earlier. Was was. Uh, you know, I asked him, I said, well, how does that feel knowing that, man, that's that's going to be forever there. Like somebody's going to Google your name and, and that's forever going to be attached to it, you know. And, and, and I was curious how that felt, you know. Um, I mean, I'm lucky. All I have is a bunch of band pictures and songs in this podcast attached to me. So I'm in good shape so far. And it's... <laughs> Like, I think the sad thing, too, is, like, everything that you've, like, built up, like, to that moment, like, means nothing. Yeah. It's, like, you know what I mean? Like, like just, like, one wrong word in, yeah. this, in this instance. In this in this day know, and age with the, I mean, everything is, you know, outrage and, you know, cancel absolutely. culture and all that stuff, you know. Absolutely. And, I mean, everything can be 
torn down and you know even you you know not to not to get off on too much of a rant but i mean the you know in the in the instance of like the me too movement and everything that we've you know been going through the last few years and there was a lot of people that were tied in and mixed up in that 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 ended up being completely you know exonerated or, or charges were overblown or you know in some right uh you know chris hardwick is one you know he was he's a favorite of mine uh i've been a fan of his since singled out days back in the mid 90s um you know he had charges not charge he had accusations thrown at him that were that were um shown to be pretty much completely false and i mean backed up by by friends and family and ex-girlfriends and all that sort of stuff but had they had they just decided for whatever reason not to say a word you know his whole career his whole life is over you know and that's that's a it's a crazy world we live in these days you know you really got to walk a tightrope in a lot of cases Absolutely. And um, I think that's kind of unfortunate because then it also takes away from the ability to be completely honest, which yeah. I think is like incredibly important. And um, so I mean, that's that's kind of why I like being in the role that I am in now. And especially like, you know, so far things are working for me. If I can make things work, yeah. you know, on a, uh, you know, consistently, um, you know, then I can I can be free to be as honest as I want. Yeah. Um, and I think honesty is, is so important and the ability to be honest because like, I mean, just like we're talking about, like with the, with the outrage, like so many people, like they just try to find like whatever they can to be outraged about. And, uh, um, and so, I mean, that's, I mean, hopefully I don't get myself in trouble, but like, that's, that's kind of like what I saw, like with like the me too movement. Like, I I think it's great that like women were coming forward that, that were legitimately victimized. Absolutely. But then you have the people that were just trying to find reasons to be upset. Yep. And when you have, I think there were, I think there were some some people that just came out and outright made false accusations just to get people in trouble because they could at the time. Absolutely. And, um, when you adopt a victim mentality, like, cause like there's like, there's different kind of mentalities. It's, you know, like there's originally like it started as like a, um, like, an awareness mentality of like, you know, this is not okay mentality yeah. to um, people like jumping on the bandwagon to um, like an adopting a, a victim mentality. Yeah. And like, once you adopt a victim mentality, it's like anything that you do, like, like there's so many people that have, unfortunately, I think this is a massive um, epidemic really, where especially this day and age where people adopt this um, victim mentality, um, and once you adopt like a victim mentality, then whatever you do is like, okay. Like it doesn't yeah. matter like how bad you are to other people. It's somehow okay because, um, you were a victim and like, there's no accountability. Yep. And, um, and I think accountability is, is so huge. And that's, right. you know, <laughs> the other reason for the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. because I mean, even for me, like all of us, like if we wanted to be, victims that's i'm not really i don't really follow dr phil but there's like a few quotes that he's mentioned that i i think are really good hey, and uh she, um, dr phil fan right over there there you oh go yeah. right there oh, yeah. she, she's a fan every day she looks at me with those eyes and says sorry but it's dr phil time <laughs> i got it on dpr fine <laughs> awesome i've I mean, I have nothing like really like for or against him. I've just never really had the time to like follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like one thing that he said like cause he said some things that 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 have always stuck with me and one thing that he, that he said that stuck with me is that everyone has a victim story yeah and like so i mean that's definitely true for me i'm sure for all of us I, if, you know what I'll, if we wanted to be 100 percent that is that is that is I true can look for back me on my past that go. is that is and i you know i could easily sit there all day long and go oh but this and that you know exactly but i but I, it's a, I, I do believe at the end of the day it's a choice you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it is you gotta you gotta move forward and, and, and quit letting stuff that happened in your past control what you're doing now and control your future you just got to move past it, and, and now that's not to say that there's not a lot of shit that happens to a lot of people that isn't impossible to move past. You know, I mean, I get that. In, in a lot of those cases, especially you know, if we are talking about Me Too, I mean, uh, a lot of stuff that happens to a lot of those women, um, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. You know, uh, and that's a lot of the reason that they're coming out and speaking against it. You know, um, but shoot, you get the book out there. And everybody learns those coping skills and those superhero skills. Yeah. But, you know, 8 to 12, you could change the next generation. Change the, gen- ch- change the world, man. One book at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's what it's all about. Because that's going to give them, you know, because later in life, maybe they're, you know, maybe they something traumatic does happen to them and they can reference back to when they were a superhero. Yeah. Giving them confidence. They can use that to cope. Like, yeah. That's a good that's point. That's really cool. So that age range is actually um, incredibly important too, because uh, um, like Eric Erickson is a mm-hmm. um, like a like a pretty um, well-known psychologist, and uh, Mr. Rogers actually, I believe, I'm, I can't remember if he actually worked with him. I know there was like some kind of like relationship, because um, Mr. Rogers like worked with a psychologist, and I think she worked with Eric Erickson, mm-hmm. some 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 kind of dynamic, and so that eighth or twelve range. Is actually like a super super important. I think he, he actually said that it was like the most, like possible, the most important like age range for. Um, so each, each age range. I think he has. Uh, I think it's seven stages, mm-hmm. and I think that stage. I'm trying he, to reference back to psychology at school, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so sounds about right. My my brain is is somewhat fried from uh, working on a web page and SEO all day, <laughs> but uh, um, but. That stage, I believe, was um, industry versus inferiority, where um, uh, and so that's eight or twelve. And he, I'm pretty sure he he labeled that as like the most important uh, stage. So each stage has like has a different conflict that you need to try to resolve so you can move to the next stage properly. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so that was basically seeing you know um, how you can help the world, um, or if you feel inferior. So it's like, you know that's exactly on par with right the book right the there book, right like seeing that you know because so industry would be equated to um what are really superpowers like how can you help the world yeah like what do you add where do uh where do people go to to get your book uh, can they can they walk into a bookstore is it just an amazon thing or website or where do where does it where do people find it so right now i just have it on amazon um, if I want to get it in bookstores, I do need to get a new ISBN because it's Amazon ISBN. Yeah. But um, I like having it. it. For me right now, it's easiest to have it on Amazon yeah. because Absolutely. my 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 company is actually located in in New York. Right. So if I started like selling it, um, like physical copies in Florida, I'd have to get a Florida business. 
or oh. a, like a like a foreign entity business. Mm. So Sam's got to get their cut, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how it goes. It's, it's it's a lot more legal work than if I can just um, have it have it in New York. Because in in New York too, like I have I, it's an LLC and I pay five dollars every two years. Yeah. And like here, I'd have to pay like a few hundred dollars every year. How long so, have you uh, How long have you been here from New York? So I think I'm actually starting my seventh year. Seven years, huh? Yeah. Why uh, Why Florida? So my um, so first of all, New York, where I lived in New York was was fantastic. Like yeah. I I loved the people. I loved the fact that I could, um, you know, that I, I lived in a city, and so I could like walk to the library, walk to the movie theater, walk to my favorite, the best ever that I wish was here. And that was a taco buffet taco <laughs> for seven bucks, a taco buffet. And, um, yeah, you just broke my heart, man. <laughs> you just broke my heart. <laughs> Do you, somebody in, in Porchville start a taco buffet, please. please. And like, and it was like high quality, like taco ingredients. Like oh, this isn't like, sounds so good. you know, like as much as I've enjoyed Taco Bell in the past, it's not Taco Bell. You know, I can't even. I can't even, I can't even walk into a Taco Bell anymore without like vomiting. It's just, hold on. Yeah. Since since I've been eating healthier, um, Taco Bell has not been on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like unless, like, you, need, unless you need to yeah. cleanse the system. You know, I was, I was just gonna say, go that. get a taco. You'll be all right. Exactly. Clear right out. Like whatever you eat is like ready to, <laughs> ready to leave your body <laughs> by the time you're leaving the store. Um, but, by the time you're leaving the facility, Seriously. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like high quality stuff, but uh, um, um, so it's I love it out there, but it's just too cold. Yeah, and um, just nine months out of the year, you know, I felt like I was um just basically trapped inside because I mean we would have highs of four degrees. That would be like our highs of four. So you decided to come to the hottest place on like Earth. So even Gainesville, <laughs> even Gainesville is slightly cold for me. So I, I had two options. So my best friend from middle school lives in Gainesville. Yeah. And my brother is, he lives in Orange County, okay. California. And um, so it was either, you know, kind of pay out the hindquarters to live in Orange County or Gainesville where I could actually fly and right. see my brother. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I could literally fly out there once a month and pay less rent than you know, it would cost me to live out there for like, you know, like a hole in the ground. So it's like earthquakes or hurricanes too. You know, <laughs> you can choose either one. Well, the great thing about Gainesville too is that like hurricanes like generally aren't too much of a yeah. factor because it's so inland. Yeah. The only thing we have here is trees. 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 So recently, what are what is Gainesville? It was it was it was chosen as like the tree capital of the world or something I stupid like that. They call it City of Trees. <sighs> It's the city of trees that like fall on, on the, the power map. lines during a hurricane. But if you or, look at the or map, a stiff breeze. It's almost like uh, Google Maps or Earth or whatever it is, and you look, and it's like literally Alachua County is like just a canopy. Yeah. Of trees. Yeah. It's just like ah. covered, covered. I love it. I mean, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but man, oh. storms kick up. Forget about it. There. Are definitely more than one tree that are coming down, <laughs> <laughs> especially around here. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. The thing that really got me was was the um was the tree pollen because like I didn't know, <sighs> like I didn't realize that like that there was like so many like different allergens like coming down yeah. here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like like in in New York there's like 
three kinds of trees. Right. Right. And like in Florida, in Gainesville, especially there's like a gazillion. And so including the Florida maple. And so I was like, I was like, I was like, why am I, why am I getting like sick down here? Like why are my eyes like constantly on fire? Like what, like what's wrong with me? It's terrible. And like, it took me like the longest time to realize like what was going on. And then there was just one time I was like coming back from a run and I walked under a tree and I just like felt like my face yeah. just like light on fire. That's and I was it. like, I think I have like allergies. <laughs> Many people have come through Gainesville not knowing they had allergies and leaving full of Zyrtec. I'll tell you that much because I have a black truck and it looks yellow. <laughs> and that's hard to do. That, that is hard to cover up black with yellow and for it to actually look yellow. And and that thing, two months out of the year, I just I just let it ride. Like, There's nothing I can do. That's the uh, um that's the Gainesville snow right there. Oh, it's you know, got your car and it's just green it's all over terrible. it i actually have videos out there of people taking bricks and just like kind of throwing them up at the tree and then watching all of a sudden you oh see all this stuff fall <laughs> and it's like what is what is that and it's like oh, dear shit, god that's the pollen. i would never do that because i would die <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible it really is it really is the whole the whole the whole porch here in porchville turns completely yellow for a couple months out of the season and we got to just it's crazy. It's well, terrible. But. I thought I was losing my eyesight because, like, both my parents were basically blind at like seventeen or eighteen, and they Damn. told they always told me that that's what was going to happen to me. <laughs> and you know, they got like the big glasses, you know, like like the thick lenses, and um, so I thought like it was just like my time, like right. I like I finally hit it, you know, like it's finally catching up to me. There's and, a cure uh, for that nowadays, that glaucoma, you know. Well, I went to the eye doctor, and he's like, no, your eyes are, are fine. It's just, like, <laughs> all the pollen, like, garbage, like, collecting in your eyeballs. <laughs> like, So, like, when I wear sunglasses, I have, like, perfect, like, 20-20 vision. But, like, if I don't wear them, then I, like, can't see with, like, five feet, like, away from me. <laughs> I'm, like, totally blind to just, like, go my way around. That's Gainesville for you. It's Gainesville for you. So, tell me, uh, give me your website, superherohill.com. Yes. Is that right? And uh, people go to that website. What are they looking at when they when they pull that website up? Is there a link to the book? Uh, what are they What are they looking at there? So there is there is definitely a link to the book, and um, I'm really hoping to get out uh, very soon. Um, when I was working at uh, one room, I did a um, computer science, and with the kids, I was working on software that was um, it's it's like Minecraft. It's actually a, a quote clone of Minecraft called uh, Mind Test. And it, but it's free and open source and it's super easy to mod. And so the kids were actually helping me develop it. So I actually had a, a second grader who put in, put in his own gator block. So he painted the block in like Windows Paint. Nice. And, uh, um, and uh, you know, together, like we, we coded it in. Like I let him write the code. I showed him, you know, where to go, of course. Right. And, um, you know, I basically had him do it. And so he was building just like he was like a Minecraft house, like out of a gator block that he made. So I'm I'm really hoping to um, get that like like a um, a version of that on there very soon for for people to use because um, I think there's there's so many um, learning applications and yeah. I could actually like create superhero hill in 3D for people to like actually explore and um, so my storybook you know about Bob like dealing with math like I want to actually like like create his house yeah like create like his neighborhood like create his school yeah. And um, have that on there. Um, I'm working with a bunch of musicians who are super interested in, in working with me. And um, 
about like doing like a like a book soundtrack you know soundtracks to the game um getting their stuff on on youtube um so i want to get like their music on the site um i want to get like resources on the site especially about you know how to be superhero like a like a mm. like a general article um basically anything that i can put on there to be useful um i want to i really want to get like get going on like some kind of show like whether it's just like the streaming the the google document like a little webisode or something just something to get up there that people can watch absolutely like just just something that so especially like when i do the school visits that they can um you know go from just you know that presentation to like just like the next step like right. like some like some of the levels so it's not just like you know um like when i visit just like you know in this own like little bubble like the, the, that that's just like the beginning versus yeah. like an end if that makes sense yeah. absolutely that's very cool man awesome. well yeah. i'm i'm excited about it and uh like i said i've got my book coming so you're gonna have to come back. We're gonna do this again. You have to sit down with us, and uh, you know, we'll drink some more of this whiskey. And uh, hell, you know what? You should come for the uh, whiskey challenge. I would absolutely love. I'm thinking, I'm thinking all like, the above. I'm thinking like a month or so, month out. We do another whiskey challenge. We do like four or five whiskeys. We sit down and drink them and talk about them. But it's a I good would, time. I would absolutely love any of that. And um, I just want to say for the record that I absolutely loved every moment of being here like this is absolutely fantastic well thank you very much i'm glad that you uh, i'm glad you came i really am and uh get over there to uh superherohill.com uh michael tomato has been our guest tonight um you want to you want to say anything to uh the good people of porchville before we uh wrap this up sure um i think the most important thing is just try to be you know good to other people and uh one thing that i didn't that i didn't touch on that i think is like really important is like with the whole like saying hi thing which i think like it's i resonate like i i mentioned that at least four times in the book i believe it was four times yeah and because i think it's like the most important component um like i've i've talked to other people about that before and like one thing that they're always like like worried about is like if people don't say hi back to them right and um i said how you know even if they don't say hi back to you, like that's not important because you don't know like what kind of effect you had on them. Like they might not have had anyone ever say hi to them before. Yeah. And so they might not even know how to react and that maybe next time they see you that, you know, they'll say hi, like, like, like you don't know what kind of effect that you've had in your brain. And, um, also like super important. Um, and this is like a huge, huge lesson that I've realized for myself. Um, like, especially like within the last year, is that um you know the only person that you can control is yourself yep. you know like what other people do like good or bad is completely on them like you have no power at all about what they do so if they don't say hi back you know that's that's on them you know like maybe they're having a bad day you know maybe they didn't want to say hi to you you know that'd be like worst case okay but that's still how they chose to react like the only thing you can do is control yourself and you know keep going like keep going forward keep building your yourself up um and just like we we're talking about like with with the podcast you know uh, um like as, as me and some of my friends like to, to say you know like putting in the reps yeah. you know like you got to just start small and build up like just yeah. like with saying the highs you know it's not you just worry about worry about you and how you present yourself and if people don't say hi back you know whatever like maybe the next person will you know mm -hmm. and don't stop trying it, and that, and that exactly. may change something for for those people that even though they don't say hi that day, absolutely. Maybe they maybe they go home and they go, you know what? Maybe I need to say hi to people on my own. 
you know, maybe I need to get out there and do what that person did. That absolutely. That, you know, maybe maybe you make some changes in their life. Well, if, if if you have someone that maybe hasn't like felt like anyone has like cared about them in like a really really long time, and which sadly is the case for so many people these days, is lots of people. Right. It's like as our technology gets gets better, I actually think that more and more people get distance yeah. because, in my opinion, I feel like. Um, that since our technology is like getting better that people feel like they can like do without other people that they don't need yeah, them yeah. and that people are like much quicker to be like like dismissive of you know what I mean like it's like alright so you know like you didn't you didn't do what I, like what I wanted to do like so I don't, I'm not going to be your friend anymore like I don't need you and like you know because before like we had to depend on each other um, you know to survive and like now like people feel like they don't but like yeah. we really do do and so um like it's like it's kind of like i feel like like it's getting like kind of lost like how much like, we really actually do need each other yeah because like even though like maybe you know like with food gathering and like you know like going to our everyday job like we don't need like people as much like to survive um you know in in the completely like material aspect like mentally like we need each other you need people 100 percent. We, we need each other and um so I think like, um, like with people that have thought that, you know, have been kind of distanced and like thought that like no one like really cares about them anymore. Um, which sadly is like, is a huge deal or, or even just like isolated. Like when people like say hi to them, it's just like a, a totally, like they're not expecting it. Yeah. Like they don't know how to react in the moment. So just because they're not saying hi, it doesn't mean that they're like being any particular way. They just don't know how to react. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, you know, and they're still, processing it and um so like like i said like you know and like you were saying too like you never know what kind of effect you had yeah. on them like you could like you could be like um just totally like blowing their mind yep and um like and with the people um i actually forgot this part of the forgot to mention this part of the the story with the four-year-old like i was talking here too is like you know like if you're if you're walking or, or i'm sorry like if you're even just saying hi to someone and you're making their day and um you know and it makes their day like they're going home to their family all happy making their yeah. family happy you know and it's like everyone else that they encounter like they're making happy i have that in there too you know it's like it's just like such a huge like butterfly effect and that's good advice it's just good advice that's the, at the end of the day it's just good advice you get out there and you make some people smile you know there's nothing wrong with it so and it makes you happy I will encourage people, get over there, superherohill.com. Go to amazon.com. How to Be a Superhero is the name of the book. Um, I'm Nick. Katie. Mike. Mike. Michael. Tomano. I got that part right. You nailed it. (laughs) We're all here with you in Porchville. Um, Get over to porchvillepod.com. And uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go over, subscribe, and um, get out there and say hi to some people, man. At the end of the day, you might uh, might just turn somebody around. So, bye, everybody. Y'all have a good night. Bye.